So um, my passion is entrepreneurs that are just starting out, but mostly I do work with nonprofits, uh, youth authors, corporations, and franchises in order to get them exposure through television and radio. This is Blair Durham with Black Wall Street Today, your media hub for all things black entrepreneurship, politics, news, and events in Hampton Roads and beyond. When I say black, y'all say Wall Street. Black. Wall Street. Black Wall Street. When I say black, y'all say Wall Street. Black. Black. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's the 90th edition of Black Wall Street today with Blair Durham. I can hardly believe that we are 90 episodes in. Wow. Today's show is sponsored by Milestone Mental Health Agency, Apex Financial Group of Virginia, who we'll hear from a bit later in the show, as well as the COO team. Today is the fourth installment on our popular Best in Black Business series. So we know that black-owned businesses have a more difficult time getting off the ground and may struggle with the resources resources to properly promote their businesses. So here's a question, are you a black business owner who'd like a feature on our show? We'd absolutely love to have you. A couple of ways that we can get the information about you, feel free to send an email to me directly at Blair, B-L-A-I-R, at blackbrand.biz, B-I-Z. Or you could also download the Black Brand app and make your request known there. Uh, shout out to the good folks who are working on the Black Brand app. New businesses are being added every single day. So we're excited to uh, have that directory and uh, just to have another way to feature uh, businesses in our community. While we're here, I'd also like to invite you to join us this Saturday for a virtual Black Business Showcase. You can find the event and Eventbrite or on the Blackburn Facebook page at Blackburn Biz. It's a free event. You don't want to miss it. 25 businesses have been selected to participate. Who knows? You may find your new therapist or a new restaurant to check out or someone to assist you on your entrepreneurship journey. Again, for more information, search Black Business showcase on Eventbrite or Facebook. The information is also inside the Black Brand app. And so for our first guest, I'm so excited to welcome the Sanaa Sharif, also known as QS Queen Sanaa. She was born and raised in Brooklyn, New York. She discovered both her fashion and entertainment skills at a very early age. However, it was when she relocated to the original Black Wall Street in Durham, North Carolina to attend North Carolina Central University that she really began to establish a music and fashion following and sought out to establish her brand. She's the owner of Savvy Chic Clothing Company and found her identity as QS Queen Sana, the musician. She currently has two singles out on all streaming platforms. Welcome. How are you? Hi, I'm fine. How are you? I now have three singles out on all. <laughs> three singles. Okay. I'm making the update right here. Did I get your name right? Is it Sana? Okay. Awesome. What a beautiful name. So talk to us a little bit about the newest song, the Revolution song. What's the purpose uh, of the song? Revolution began as uh, an internal experience. Just, you know, a thought that it was time for some things to change in life. And as it progressed, uh, the political climate also began to evolve into a certain narrative uh, that has been very um, harmful against people that look like you and I. Sure. Uh, so I began to uh, reshape uh, some of the wording and um, 
you know, capture the experience that a lot of our brothers and sisters are facing in the community. And then uh, the height of it all uh, was following the uh, murder of George Floyd, um, which immediately followed the murder of Ahmaud Arbery. And I decided that the world needed to hear the song. I love it. And I, I think it's certainly poetic um, when we're experiencing something on a, on a sort of a personal level and then we kind of find uh, a mirror, right, in our in our external reality and that you brought that to your craft, I think, is, is amazing. Where can we find revolution? Uh, so currently, Revolution is streaming on all platforms, Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, Google Play, Tidal, uh, Amazon Music. And you can also find uh, both the unofficial and the official video on YouTube. Um, my channel is QS Queen Sana, and that's Q-S-Q-U-E-E-N-S-A-N-A-A. Go ahead and subscribe and listen all you like. Awesome. Okay, and so to someone that has not experienced your music before, how would you describe your your style, your genre? What should people expect? My foundation is soulful. Um, I bring all of my experiences into my music, and yeah, I'm the woman with the deep voice. <laughs> <laughs> you and I have that in common. <laughs> So I do uh, I rap um, with the foundation in poetry from my younger years, and I sing as well. And so most of my songs are a combination of soulful lyrics um, and vocals and uh, rap lyrics as well. And I basically speak to the climate of the times, the social experiences, the relationship experiences, the political experiences. So I kind of have something for everyone. Awesome. And how long have you been doing music? Oh, I started back in 2001. I took a hiatus over the years. Uh, the first hiatus was to launch Salishi Clothing Company, which we'll talk about shortly. Okay. And um, the second hiatus was following the tragic uh, death of my brother, my twin brother. And um, his name is actually one of the names that appears in the Revolution video. Um, um, mainly due to systemic racism, and we've all experienced that on some level or another. Um, I stepped away. I stepped away from music and kind of had to collect my being, my thoughts, redefine my purpose. And when I came back, I came back with a passion. <laughs> so uh, most of my recent works are between 2019 and 2020, with much more to come. Fantastic. Wow, so sorry to hear about your loss. Yeah. So music and fashion talk about the Savvy Chic Clothing Company brand okay Savvy Chic Clothing Company was a spark uh, in my being when I was four years old I would take my socks and I would fashion them into two dresses for my Barbies and uh, you can tell me I wasn't a fashion player <laughs> over the years I, you know I developed a skill a sewing skill and um Growing up in New York City, there is this innate sense of style and fashion that just comes with being a New Yorker. I, I don't know what it is, but um, I've always incorporated my personal style with the trends as well as the classics to bring forth a few different collections that kind of cater to everyone, but women tend to come through the most. <laughs> mm. Okay. And so where can we gain access to your fashion? So I do have a Facebook page. It would be Facebook 
facebook.com forward slash savvy s-a-v-v-y chic c-h-i-c clothing uh, my clothing is also available on Etsy uh, it would be an Etsy shop etsy.com slash shop slash savvy chic clothing co I have an Instagram page it's I-T-S Savvy Sheet Clothing. It's Savvy Sheet Clothing. It's Savvy Sheet um, Clothing. And so the correct. items here are all items that you have both designed and hand-sewn. Is that right? Correct. correct. Uh, occasionally, I will hire hands depending on how big the project is. But ultimately, I'm doing the, the cutting, the sewing, the presenting. Start to finish. Wow, I see here that you're making some of these items to order as well. I love it. Correct. Um, I do also have a blog. Um, it's Savvy Chic, Savvy Speak. So that would be Savvy Chic Clothing at blogspot.com. Okay, okay. What's the vision for your, for your clothing line? Um, at this point now, COVID-19 has kind of turned the corner for me a little bit. Uh, I would say mass production is the ultimate goal. Okay. Um, that with exclusive lines for boutiques in various places. And custom order will always be my baby. So uh, that will be an exclusive uh, section of Savvy Shoe Clothing, a custom design. Yeah. I want to talk a little bit now um, just sort of transitioning a bit because one of the trends that I am following on social media is that um, you have so many more people entering into entrepreneurship, right? Yes. Um, don't know what it is, you know, the, the creativity is there. Um, yes. In many instances, um, folks have tapped into the pandemic unemployment assistance. And with their extra resources, they are looking to start businesses. My question for you is, you know, given your experience, what advice do you have for up-and-coming artists or creatives of any kind? Um, primarily, I would say learn the business. Uh, so business modules change uh, depending on what area you're in. Uh, so what may work for the caterer may not work for the fashion designer. Uh, do your research. I would definitely say uh, get linked up with your local chamber of commerce. I'm sorry. Um, there is plenty of free material available from projecting your financials to finding business backing. Okay. I would say uh, look into score.org. Uh, there are a plethora of business professionals who offer free advice uh, and even offer services if you're willing to um, go that far. Yeah. If you're able to, especially during a time when unemployment is high, it wouldn't hurt to take a small business class, just a quick tutorial that will walk you through the basics. Yeah. Um, becoming a sole proprietor is very easy if you're not at a point where you can become an LLC or even a corporation, and it will at least give you a foothold uh, on the business side of things when it comes to paying taxes and following your financials, which actually does help when it comes to gaining business capital later on. Uh, so just taking the small steps, but most importantly, it is paramount that you never give up. This is a tumultuous uh, decision. There's a lot that comes with it, lots of ebb and flow if you don't come in with financial backing. Uh, but the most important thing is to 
hang tight, stick to it, uh, stay on top of your stuff, and uh, shout out your customers. <laughs> yeah, love the Never invite. Never forget your customers. <laughs> right, right. Never forget your customers. I love that. Yeah. I, I definitely um, like we all appreciate your advice in terms of taking a small business class, right? So a lot of us, you know, when we start our businesses, there is a thing that we are passionate about. And yeah. typically it's a thing that we can do well, right? Yes. Um, but kind of separating that, the you know, what the business is from actual best business practices, right? And recognizing that um, we may need to um, brush up on those skills uh, in order to run a successful business. I think that's that's great advice, linking to the local chamber, free resources. Yeah, absolutely. What's your motivation in terms of um, entrepreneurship? Um, Being self-sufficient. I have had enough experiences in life to know that when life happens, it's very easy to lose the foundation beneath you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've, I've had to make decisions between working for corporations and, and um, focusing fully on my family. And of course, the family will come first. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't until I experienced the height of domestic violence that I made a decision that I needed to be self-sufficient. Mm. Um, I say that it, it, although it ebbs and flows, it gives you permission to do what you need to do to keep your life on track. Um, you make the decisions about what you want your salary to look like and you work towards that. You make the decisions about your schedule and how your schedule connects with every other aspect of your life and you maintain the control over that. That's very important to me, um, that you dictate what your outcomes look like. I will say this, and I, and I say this strongly, entrepreneurship is not for everyone. What do you mean, Sana? <laughs> and actually, let me pause there. If you just tuned in, um, this is Black Wall Street Today with Blair Durham having a candid conversation with Sana Sharif about entrepreneurship. You just said entrepreneurship is not for everybody. Now, I know some people that would argue you into the ground that everybody should own a business. What do you mean entrepreneurship is not for everybody? Uh, I do agree that everyone should own a business and at least have the experience. I firmly believe that everyone that has the experience will learn that it's not the thing that's going to sustain them. It isn't for everyone. And I can it to this. If, if everyone owned a CVS, who would run the CVS and who would do the shopping? I agree. <laughs> I agree. But even, no. even, even, even deeper than that, it's... There are people who who have to lead, and there are people who have to be led. That's just the way we were created. The way we were created. I agree with that. What I've what I've said lately is that everyone should have a trade. Mm-hmm. They should work to hone their skills. They should identify mm-hmm. those things that can translate into revenue for them. Absolutely. But that doesn't mean that that is all that they do. Right, it doesn't mean quit your day job. Correct, correct, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. 
Um, it, it, there's a sense of confidence that comes with ownership. Mm-hmm. So, I, and, and for that reason, mainly, I would encourage everyone to at least start a small business. And, you know, and it, it, it may be the thing that propels you into everywhere you've ever wanted to be. Right, and um, it may close that gap, too. It might just be that extra 500 or or $1,000 per month that, you mm-hmm. know, means that you have a quality of life, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I think that's that's super solid. Please reiterate for us your um, your hashtags for social media, your YouTube information for those that may want to um, take a listen at the revolution song. Okay, absolutely. Hashtag KS, hashtag Queen Sana, hashtag KS Queen Sana, hashtag Queen Sana Music, hashtag Revolution, and hashtag Epiphany EP, which we'll be dropping within the next couple of months. Uh, as far as my website, it is QSQueenSana.com. Uh, you can also find me on Instagram at QSQueenSana, Twitter as well. And my YouTube channel is QS Queen for now. If you're looking for the fashion for the clothing on Facebook, it is Savvy Chic Clothing. On Etsy, it is Shop Savvy Chic Clothing Co. And the website is SavvyChicClothing.com. We've got about four minutes remaining. Let's get into social media a little bit. Okay. How, what's your experience? Are you a gung-ho, gotta have it? Um, um, my social media is popping. Um, what's what your usage been like and just your overall experience with social media? I am an analog girl in the digital world, which means that I try to incorporate both um, uh, word of mouth and face-to-face. I will not turn a pandemic, but, you know, <laughs> social distancing. Yeah. I know you would do that. As well as um, just trying to expand on the digital side of things. So I do have the business page, which does lead directly to e-commerce. I do have the Etsy site, which is a direct sell. You don't have to interact with me. But I also I have the other side. beautiful black sequin mask there as well. Thank you. Thank you. That is a fully filtered mask, and it does come with disposable filters. So if you're interested, please do go ahead and order. Um, nice. I also do a lot of interaction in my inbox on a personal level because I truly appreciate every customer, um, every seed that is planted to help me go in the direction I want to go. And I do want to say, I do offer mask donations. This is a time when there are a lot of people in need. So if you know someone who needs masks, please do on my Facebook page, send an inbox message and let me know what you're requesting and I will fill your request. Fantastic. I love that. What else do you want to share as we're wrapping up here? Uh, I will say thank you for listening. I will say keep striving, keep the energy high, keep the positive vibes going, and stay black. (laughs) (laughs) We don't really have a choice in the matter, do we? (laughs) May as well enjoy it, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Are you are you planning any kind of? I'll tell you something that's been really popular, and I'm certain you've. kept apprised is these Instagram battles slash performances, right? I mean, and I've even been a part of um, uh, a poetry slam, uh, an open mic event that was was streamed live. what's, What's up with you? Are you doing anything live online that we can tune into? I did a live stream show, uh, 
just last month, actually, and I will be doing another live stream show on January the 24th at 7 p.m. is when it begins. July 24th. July 24th. Okay. I will be posting the details on my uh, Instagram and on my QS Queens and all Facebook page, so do stay tuned. But in addition to that, I will also be dropping another single called Little Bit, as well as the video for the single, which is a huge Black Love promotion. So please tune in for that. We need some more Black Love in our atmosphere, and I think you'll love it. Okay, awesome. Queens and I, it has been an absolute privilege and a pleasure chatting with you. I certainly hope to have you back on the show and look forward yes. to all your success. Yes, thank you. Looking forward to it. Thank you for having me. We'll be back in just a moment. Excellence is being able to perform at a high level for a long period of time. The next level success is just a step away. Stay tuned. Black Wall Street Today will be right back after a word from our underwriting sponsors. Hey, this is Seiko, DJ Seiko Varner, the producer of this podcast. So when I'm not producing podcasts, I'm actually DJing wedding receptions, corporate events, proms, other formals. And I would love to take care of your special event. So our company is Positive Vibes Incorporated, www.positivevibes.net. That's www.positivevibes.net. We've been performing for over 25 years and we would love to bring our expertise and our fun to your special event. Positive Vibes Incorporated, www.positivevibes.net. Peace and prosperity. When the conversation is good and the friends are even better, you'll find a wine that brings it all together. Shoe Crazy Wine. Remember that name. Shoe Crazy Wine. Available at Costco, Kroger, and these other fine retailers. We know you love jazz music. So, let's try some jazz music with a little R&B flavor. Some jazz music with a little trap flavor. Jazz and Caribbean. Hey, we mix it up. So, online, look for Grandpa Crunk and enjoy the great jazz music. Grandpa Crunk. Jazz music. Are you a 757 business owner? Do you desire to make new connections and grow your community involvement? Could you benefit from taking classes to sharpen your skills? Well, join Black Brand, Hampton Roads Regional Black Chamber of Commerce. Completing a membership application is simple. Just click onto our website at www.blackbrand.biz or download the app. We look forward to meeting and building with you soon. WHOV would like to thank Black Brand for its support of WHOV programming. Can I have your attention for a moment? Listen. And now, more Black Wall Street Today with Blair Durham on Smooth 88.1 WHOV. 
Welcome back. It's the 90th edition of Black Wall Street Today with Blair Durham. Super excited to welcome Miss Nikisha Jolanda to the show. Brand strategist and pairing professionals coach, Nikisha Jolanda is no stranger to love and visionary success. Since writing her international bestsellers and founding her own company, Gift Opener, in 2018, Nikisha continues to expand her brand to become a jack-of-all-trades in the world of networking and relationship marketing. Welcome, welcome. How are you? I'm well, Blair. Thank you so much for having me. This is so exciting. I am thrilled to have you. So I've got to ask you about some key terms um, yes, in your in your bio here, right? The focus for today is best of black business. Um, talk to us about relationship marketing. How do you define it? Relationship marketing is one of my favorite business strategies, and it's designed to both foster and facilitate uh, customer loyalty, engagement. You want to have a long-lasting relationship with your customers, clients, or potential customers and clients. And although they may not uh, buy your service or your product, they'll refer you because they remember that relationship. They'll remember the service and how you made them feel. And it's just connecting and collaborating with other businesses outside of your circle of interest. I love it. So how do you do it? What what does it look like? What does it feel like? I I believe that everyone has a relationship marketing love language. It's just like the world of dating. You know, you have to get out there and connect and see, you know, what you, first of all, know your business. You know, know your business enough to be able to explain it to a five-year-old. Because if it's too complicated, nobody's going to want to touch it with a 10-foot pole. (laughs) Because they don't understand your vision. And I think sometimes as business owners, we get so excited and we have our vision. And it's like, yes, everybody should understand this. Everybody should be excited about but if they don't get it, how can they appreciate it? Yeah. So first being very, very knowledgeable about your craft. And then once you have that, you can see the pieces, the missing pieces to what your business is. And so I, um, I teach a workshop on parent professionals. And it's just connecting different business owners and learning how to collaborate. And someone once asked me the question, you know, I'm new to Hampton Rose. I don't know anyone here. I have an online business. How can I connect with the people in Hampton Roads? And I show them how to really use the resources that they already have. Because we all have a bank. We all have a credit union or a car insurance company or a cell phone company that we have probably had for about three to five years. Mm-hmm. And it's just connecting with them. And maybe if you have an event, something that's free, and inviting them to come and speak. Because they want to talk about themselves. Uh, So I'll use the example of Navy Federal. I've been with them for about 18 years from when I was in the Navy. And if I go to them and say, hey, I'm having this event for future business owners, and I think that you guys are awesome. I've had you for 18 years, and I think that a lot of my friends need to know about the savings plans, the business accounts that you have. Can you please just come out and talk about what Navy Federal does? Well, of course they are, because they want to talk about themselves. For sure. They don't care what I'm doing. Right, right. (laughs) So they come out, and they're able to connect, and I've collaborated with this large company. I'm able to put their logo on my flyer. I'm able to say they sponsored my event, because they sponsored their time, and now we're engaging in a relationship that I've had with them for 18 years. I've cultivated it with them, but now I'm connecting them with my business people. And they're saying, hey, you know, she can bring some people in out of the five or 10 people that were maybe at the event that came to the table, uh, seven or two opened up an account. So now they see that investing in my business with their time, maybe they want to invest in with their money and be a sponsor six to seven months down the line. So it's just really the courtship, you know, and the relationship marketing side of it. 
It's very, very, um, it's easy to do, <laughs> but it takes time. I love it. That piece about building a relationship, offering something that you have first, right, before um, expecting to receive something. I think those are dynamic nuggets. So I know that you've also, I mentioned your bio, you've written several books. Let's talk about your authorship. Yes. So I wrote my first book in 2014 um, called The Relationship Handbook because I'm big on relationships. I believe that my uh, situations I've endured, my relationships are a little bit different. So I wanted to share my story of uh, divorce, getting remarried again with three sons and really um, finding the love of my life. So I wrote this book in 2014 and knew nothing about marketing. I was excited to be an author. And I think I sold like five copies. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I was like, wow, you know, what happened here? But I realized that people, they buy the book, but they more so buy you. So I had to make myself the subject matter expert um, on different things and see what, um, who my audience was and how I could connect with them before I wrote any other books. And once I was able to get, you know, get my niche and find who wanted to hear from me, that's when more books started coming out. And I um, wrote a book called I'm Not Broken, I'm Better, where I just shared my story, myself and my co-author, of how we turned our pain into our passion to be successful. And I was able to relate to the reader to show them we were both fatherless daughters, that we didn't have a relationship with our fathers. We both had, you know, endured uh depression and anxiety and even child molestation and how we were able to overcome those obstacles and turn our stepping our uh, those roadblocks into our stepping stones and it connected with people and so I just continued to write (laughs) um and did a couple of anthologies uh where I have a group of ladies that shared their stories and the biggest one that made me an international best-selling author is called pain to passion our valley experience and it was uh 12 other authors that shared how they had been through the valley and what they found out when it came out of that valley of despair and how they were able to turn the pain into the passion. So that is like my biggest thing is how you overcome and, you know, make that lemon, the lemonade out of the lemons that life gives you. Wow. Wow. I'm going to order one of these books today. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Please do. There's some ebooks on there too. Awesome. I remember hearing about you and um, seeing that you've been featured on the Today Show and just various different things um, that have helped to contribute to your success. I know that you're working on a com- campaign right now. Can you talk with us about that? Yes, I have three young clients. They're ages 17, 13, and 10, and they just so happen to be my sons. I was going to say, they are, <laughs> these are my three boys, and they are all three authors. <laughs> they are the client. I got They're the clients. <laughs> they are the clients, and they are my younger clients, <laughs> and one of my what most hardworking clients. All works out right now, if anybody's paying attention. Go ahead. Yes, to nurture your children. They they have these visions. Uh, my youngest son, he wrote his first book at five years old. And he I learned marketing because I'm like, this is my baby. I want to help him. And so everything that I need to learn about marketing and branding and, and, and researching was from helping him. And now all three of them have written a book together called Being Brothers. And they decided during this pandemic, they want to be able to donate 200 copies of their book to the city of Hampton. Okay. They want to expand, of course, to the different cities, but they want to start in Hampton because that's where they stay, to the libraries as well as the child care centers, uh, child care centers to uh, promote literacy among, among black males. Uh, because, you know, as we research, not a lot of 
young black boys write books. You know, you I might see young girls, but not very many. And they have written this book on brotherhood, on their relationship, how they support one another, how they may not get along every day, but they are brothers and they are best friends by choice. And this is something that they have been pushing. They actually started a, um, they had a 12 city Barnes and Noble book tour schedule that started in January. But, you know, with everything that happened, the pandemic, it had to be put on hold. So they were like, well, we can't sell our books, so we're going to give them away to a couple people that are well-deserving. And they're working on a billboard campaign. We have some people who've donated, who are going to put their family name and their business on the billboards. And um, these young men are just on fire to give back. Wow. Huge. I love that they clearly, they've got your heart, right? Thank you. <laughs> from just anywhere, you know, you planted some seeds in these boys that are already maturing, and I know that you couldn't be prouder. Extremely, they keep me working. I said, out of all my clients, uh, they have me working. You know, like two hundred books. Where did the number two hundred come from? They're like, that's what we're going to do. So I said, okay, that's what we're going to do then, <laughs> because the client comes first. And I'm teaching them on relationship marketing and how to it should collaborate. Uh, with my oldest son, I'm like, you have to be the Keenan Ivory Wayans of this operation with your brothers. And they, you know, took that and ran with it. And so he even, they dedicated the book, uh, Being Brothers, to the Wayans brothers. And um, Marlon even commented on it. And it just, it's been amazing um, to watch them grow from this. And I'm like, this book could set you guys up for life. So your children's children are still reaping the benefits of something you wrote at a young age. So just showing them that, you know, you just got to keep pushing, you know, take no's, but keep going. Um, and also that relationship marketing and collaborating and connecting with other people and other businesses are always very important for success. Fantastic. And I'm on your website now, giftopener.com. Yes, ma'am. What kind of services are you providing and to whom? So I work with franchises, um, nonprofits, uh, corporations. I really love my mom and pops. Um, my passion, my biggest passion, though, is entrepreneurs that are just starting off. Someone, someone like me that works a nine-to-five job and has a business, has a vision, has something that they're good at that they want to be able to turn into a profit. Uh, those are the people that I'm able to really uh, teach a lot of classes to, to show them how to connect because they really don't have anything to market yet or they don't have a marketing budget, but to show them how to use the resources they already have in order to succeed. And then to just watch them uh, give birth to that vision. Uh, one of my clients, she's like, I want you to be the midwife to my visions and my success. I'm like, yes, <laughs> you know, that is a big deal to be a part of this. It's just like having a woman find out she's pregnant, have the baby, watch the baby walk and talk and then go off to college. Like all these steps, I get to be with them when it comes to their baby, their brand, their business. So um, my passion is entrepreneurs that are just starting out, but mostly I do work with nonprofits, uh, youth authors, corporations, and franchises in order to get them exposure through television and radio, as well as uh, social media, and then the relationship marketing side. I am just listening to you and, and looking at the work that you've done. I know so many people that need you. Um, they do. They just don't know it yet. <laughs> no, no. These people didn't know that they need you. They just didn't know that you existed. So I'm like, oh, wow. Now that I've met Nikisha, <laughs> I've got someone that I can connect them to and feel, feel confident connecting them to on the marketing front. Um, yeah. I think it's a, it's a, a very special 
um, gift that you have to be able to bring someone else's thing to the fore. Um, yeah, so I'm excited. So <laughs> I'm Yes, and that's you know the gift when when God gave me the name the gift opener. I'm like, what is that? What does that really mean? And I did. I knew I didn't want to do coaching. I knew I didn't want to just be a consultant. I knew I wanted to do something a little bit more. And it's just like everyone has a gift. You know, when you think about it, everyone has something that they're good enough at that they could make money from it. They could turn a profit. It's just you have to nurture that gift. And you don't necessarily have to be an entrepreneur. You could be a contractor to do it. You know, contracting another company. Um, but it's something, especially with what we're going through right now, that if you lost your job today, what could you do tomorrow? Can you clean good enough? Can you organize? Can you sing? You know, can you build? Can you write? Can you uh, create uh, floor plans? <laughs> it's something that everyone is at that they could turn a profit. It's just what, what are you passionate about? What was your purpose? And so in order to do this, I, you know, I really have to take a step back. I, I spend a lot of time in solitude because I listen to a lot of other people's thoughts and ideas because it's exciting to watch something go from a thought and co- go from vision to fruition. Like that is <laughs> my mission is to help people take their vision to fruition and it's exciting all day long. Wow, we're out of time, but I'm already planning a part two to this conversation. <laughs> I can't wait. I thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you so much for being here. And I want to certainly shout out the sponsors for today's show again, the COO team, Apex Financial Group of Virginia, as well as Milestone Mental Health Agency. And thank you so much uh, for tuning in to Black Wall Street today, uh, where we're building minds, we're building connections, we're forging the path ahead toward business success in the black community. We'll look forward to talking next week. Phenomenal. Stay with us online at Black Wall Street Today on Facebook and Black Wall Street Today on Instagram. And then follow us on Twitter as well at BWS Today. We look forward to talking again next week. Have a wonderful week. I have said and I will continue to say that the most important priority for the black community is the black community not a particular political party. Hey, yo, when I say black, you say Wall Street.